Today's podcast is sponsored by Logos Bible Software. Logos is a premier Bible study tool, and it not only powers our sermons and our study, but also powers this podcast. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, elder candidate at Redeemer Fellowship. What's up, baby? What's up? I'm back. You are. You know what? You are back. Finally. And I'm not going anywhere for a long time. Yeah. It's, uh, I know that, you know, I'm sure your family is more overjoyed than, than the rest of us are. I don't think they'll notice. So wait, are you trying to say that when you are here... I'm usually smoking. Really I'm smoking in the garage. Okay, you know what? There's truth to that. I've gone over to your house, <laughs> and you do have like a little makeshift desk. Uh, no, the, the people, the family's excited. Uh, man, just got back from New Zealand. Uh, GraceNet Church, Acts 29, New Zealand. Uh, Jim Renahan, the uh, original gangster, Reformed Baptist guy. OG! We got um, James White. Yep. Uh, really, dude? Okay, well, that's my wife texting me. I got okay, it. I know, but okay, you can't so, turn your notification no, no, Now it's off. It's off you now. Can't, yeah, at least okay, turn I the didn't, sound I didn't off. think about it, and now I, mean, I, I just thought about it. I think it's good that you're answering your wife, but you can at least, like, you know, you talk about me playing on my phone. You talk about all these things. Yeah, because you, you always do it like you're doing right now. Um, all right, I'm so not, what is it you're talking about? here's the thing. The Acts 29, uh, uh, what is it, conference in yep. New Zealand. Uh, last year, I went and preached there. It was great. This year... Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was even more fun. I think it was bigger. We had uh, uh, people from all kinds of churches, but it was kind of this blending of worlds, right? We had mm-hmm. the Reformed Baptists, and we had A29, which is very diverse, and it all worked out really well. And what's cool is that you know you have Dr. Jim Renahan, who is a scholar and a seminary professor and dean. Um, I love this guy, and I love what he does. I respect him so much, and he's He's kind of got his own old school Reformed Baptist vibe going, uh, but I found him to be very pleasant. Uh, we had a lot of fun, and uh, it was it was a good time. And then you have uh, Dr. James White. Yeah. Now he is most of you know who he is. He is um, he's a Reformed Baptist, but he is an uh, he's an apologist, a professional yeah. apologist. And there's not a lot of professional vocational apologists. And, and even less really good ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and James is one of the good ones. He's, he's a language scholar. He's, he's very, very brilliant, but he's also a lot of fun to hang out with. I didn't know, like, oh, man, because I kind of wondered, like, are these guys going to be really stiff? And I, yeah. you know, if I want to bust chops and whatever. And so, would they really want to hang out with someone like, like us? Right, like for you, real. You know honestly, what I mean? Like that, that is Because we are concern. not, I don't know, we're just a little different. And well, we're, we're a lot different. We kind of hear that often from yeah. people like you guys don't really fit the mold. Yeah. That uh, of reform Baptist or Southern Baptist. Yeah. A little you know? different, a little yeah. different and um, definitely a little bit you know, looser, not mm. morally or spiritually, but just maybe culturally or person personality. And we like to have fun. We definitely like to have fun. So I wasn't sure. So the first time I'm uh, I'm meeting these guys, it's uh, we're having dinner. Yeah. And so uh, James White sits down right by me. And I, you know, I restrained myself. I waited about 90 seconds before I started busting his chops well, and giving you know him a lot of time. I want to say congratulations. Well, that takes a lot of discipline. Fruit of the you. spirit, son. Self-control. 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 That is pretty good for you. So I waited and then he, uh, man, he was just right back at me with it. And so 
we hit it off. Um, I can genuinely say I consider both of those men to be friends now. Awesome. And uh, I'm looking forward to next year. We'll but kinda... they're not like best. Like, they're not like, well, you know. Jim, I don't know. I don't know. I what mean, do you mean? Uh, I think there's room for varying degrees of best friends. What do you, what do you mean there's room? There's uh, you know, room. Like, like treasures in heaven, you know, varying degrees. It's like suffering in hell, varying degrees. You know, maybe it's like that. But I don't understand how anyone could replace what you've got with Pat and I. Because, well, first of all, uh, nobody's going to complain in heaven if there are varying degrees of reward or closeness to Jesus. Mm-hmm. They're all going to be happy with where they're at, but there are varying degrees. And so you, as a friend of mine, shouldn't complain because it's going to be awesome, whether or not you no, are as I'm close saying, to me I'm as just, Jim and James. No, I'm, just, I'm saying, just saying. I'm just saying. Jim Pat James. And I, like, I feel like we should be closer to you than any of these other people. Yeah, but here's the thing. Not the, just proximity, but, you know, like we actually genuinely love each other. I don't think James White and Jim Renahan genuinely, like, knows you well enough to You say, would be surprised. I, you would be surprised. How what, open were you with them? I was pretty open. Have they seen your birthmark? I wasn't that open. Okay, well, okay. Then. All right. All right. All right then. So, there are some of us that uh, are a lot more open. Yeah. We're, we're a lot closer than... So, yeah, okay, you, you, you know you're what? definitely closer. Yeah, exactly. It, so thank you. All right. So, you know, uh, I, I'm gyms, correct. I'm correct now. No, no, you. I'm okay. We're good. No, you've been corrected. Not yeah. that you're correct. No, been, I'm correct because you corrected me. That's what okay, I'm saying. Good. Perfect. We're good. As long as you know that you're corrected, that, hey, all right, so Jim's, those Jim's out there, uh, you got nothing. Well, it's James and Jim. It's James and Jim. James and Jim, JJ. JJ. You got nothing on PJ. You got to know your, res- wait, what? Pat and Jim. Yeah, I don't know. We closer. We all closer right. to you than the, than the JJ's. I'm just saying, show them respect. I'm showing them respect, they, and I'm also having super I'm telling them to step off. And you're going to be meeting Jim Renahan next year. What? <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. What? <laughs> Spurgeon would say, you are a man called to preach. You've got, got the got them you, you've got the barrel chest and the lung capacity to preach. Um, yeah, they're already asking uh, if Jimmy and I will go in next can you, year. Can we talk about this? I'm talking about it. Can, are you sure we can talk about he this? He said I, he said it's a done thing. It's official. Did, are you, Michael said it was cool. It was official. All right, as long as Michael, if Michael, I'm Mike, sorry if he was not. No, I, mean, I was there when he, he he literally, literally. I'm just saying we have a lot of listeners there, and if it's Michael not official, Beck, and, Michael Beck literally hammered the gavel on his desk and said, it's happening next year. Next year, Jimmy and I are going to be there with Jim Renahan preaching New Zealand. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great, man. It's going to be awesome. And we just got approval from the elders to go. And we got approval from the elders. Well, first we got approval from our wives. Oh, wait. Was that? Yeah, you're supposed to talk. Oh, she'll be fine. Oh my gosh! I really she's hope cool. you talk to Jeff. <laughs> I'm about to say like I, I was about to stop the recording. And be like, no, have fine. you talked she'll, to Jeff? She'll, she'll be <laughs> so yeah, so we'll see what we got going on down under. We also got some other opportunities possible. Yeah, possibilities. Good that, things. Uh, good things been, happening. You know, working through. And so yeah, we're really excited for it. And Man, it was it'll so be good. such an honor though. But uh, all right, listen. I know. I know we got something to talk about. We've been we putting do. it off for a long time. We yeah, keep. We, we have want. Been. We've been want to talk about. It and then we're like, ah, eh, we'll get to it later. You know. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is it's, Joe's favorite. Well, let me. It's no, my no. favorite thing to do. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. It, it, it might is, be. Okay. It might be one. Of, it's one of my favorite things. It is do. Joe's favorite thing to do. So, are we going to talk about Trump? Oh my gosh! No, we're not. He's president. Oh. Oh man! And guess who helped with that? 
Fofo, right I over there. I did not help with that. You were on the mailing I, list. I did not help. You voted for him in the I primary. I did not. No, my email did. I did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For those that don't know, Jimmy Joe is on the Trump team. Continually, even though I block it, even though I unsubscribe, he continually resubscribes my church um, email. That's slander, dude. No, that's You're accusing true. me of things that are uh, you okay? You tell me it's not true. What have you have you or have you not been subscribing me or have subscribed me to Trump's email or Trump's donor supporter list or the RNC's donor supporter list? Okay, wait. What was what was the question? Because that was too long. The question what, is: did, Have you have I, you been subscribing my church email to things that I have not? Audibly approved of. I don't have a recollection of. Okay, Clinton. Whether or not come on I now, you can't say that. You can't. It depends on what is is. <laughs> it, I don't. I don't know. Um, yeah. Okay. So real quick, Trump's president. Yeah. I told you fools. Nobody believed me. I said Trump's going to be the president because I know my people. I know yeah. how. I'm I know gonna how these Americans this. roll. And I said from the beginning, he will be president because people mm-hmm. are going to gamble on a crazy man rather than go with the establishment and they did and now and I'm going to vouch for Joe on this about seven eight months ago we're sitting down we're talking about things before the primaries had ended this is still why like Marco Rubio Ted Cruz uh, better candidates and Bush were still all yeah I know but they were all still (laughs) part of it right they're all still part of it and Joe turns to me and he goes "All right, fool Trump's going to be president I go shut up no he's not Trump's not going to be president Joe said he's going to be president now here's what the part that Joe was wrong on Joe thought it was going to come down to Bernie Sanders and Trump, but still, nonetheless, he called it. I was uh, I was impressed, Joe. You've been saying this whole time he had it. I didn't believe you. No one else yeah. believed you. I think you actually. Well, I don't know if that's fair to. I mean, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. I don't want to say I gambled, but I think I have some rewards you coming have some my way. Coming your way. I have some things coming my way as a result of of Trump being the president. All right, so we put off our topic. Right, because we keep like we want to talk about it, and then it's like oh, we're even putting it off We've on this episode. It off on the episode, we're like we're twenty minutes it. in, and we haven't even got. What to are we it. talking about? Procrastination. Procrastination. Yeah. So, Joe, uh, when you think of procrastination, how would you like? What do you like? How would you define that uh, in a very general sense? Okay, procrastination is the comfortable way of managing your responsibilities. That's how I would define it. Okay, you would yeah. define it that way because you yeah, live good. your life. What? In the procrastination No, lane. no, no, no. How could everybody, you say comfortably? Everybody, you, okay, define comfortably. Okay, uh, it, comfortably procrast- okay, I okay, just okay, say I'll, being... I'll redefine it, I'll redefine right. it. Procrastination, mm-hmm. superior time management. Boom. Superior time... Oh, I get it done. In the 11th hour. In the hour. 11th hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, listen, I, honestly, I was a guy for years who was a very happy and proud procrastinator. Um, and I rem- in college in particular, that's where it was like hitting its zenith, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would procrastinate, I would wait, and I would get, and they're like, why are you waiting so long? You're like, hey, I got a test or whatever. And then I would get an A on the paper or the test, and I'd be like, see, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter, because I'm, I'm still getting it done. And people would tell me it was wrong, and n- I would argue with them, and no one could convince me that there was a real problem with procrastination. Until I read Jonathan Edwards' treatise called Procrastination, The Sin and Folly of Depending on Future Time. Give us a, a synopsis. Because uh, I've not read that, so this is... It, yeah, don't read that. Okay. <laughs> don't read that if you're a procrastinator. I mean, you should read it because... You should read it, but it's going to... 
Edwards basically slapped me upside the head with the Bible and said, look, when you procrastinate, when you put off your responsibilities that you know that you should be doing now, you are presuming upon God's future grace. You are assuming that God is giving you tomorrow. And therefore, you're putting off till tomorrow what you should do or could do today. It is. So in a way, are you, are you putting God to the test? Yes. Very, you word very, it that way? I, I've not read yep. it, so I don't know. I'm just going to Oh, it's so good. Out. We're going to link to it. You can probably find it online. I read it in, on paper in, mm-hmm. in his book, but you can, you can find, I'm sure you can find it online. Yeah, it is assuming that God has given us future time when, in fact, our days may be very, very short. Yeah. Um, we don't know that we have tomorrow. God doesn't owe us tomorrow. He hasn't promised us tomorrow. We have the day that we are living in. And so, uh, yeah, it is. And that was the first time I really had to check myself and say, like, no, you're, of course, people do manage their time differently. And some people work a little better under pressure and all of that. And I'm not saying that it's wrong yeah. to arrange your time in different ways, but to truly procrastinate, to take the responsibilities that God has given you and to say, I'm not going to do it today for what? I mean, the for what is important, right? Because if, because as, as like as pastors, as elders, we have more than we can ever get done in one day. Yeah, always. So you have to prioritize. That's right. And then get it done. But procrastination usually, in my experience, is putting off a responsibility that I have that I need to be doing today, but I put it off because I simply don't want to deal with it. It's not that I am trying to make the best use of my time mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 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 playing fast and loose with the time that god has given me so then what does it kind of reflect about our heart then like when we procrastinate what does that kind of reflect about our uh oh you okay you got it we're out of matches this is not good we're out of matches <laughs> all right so what does it reveal about our hearts yeah what does it reveal about our hearts well man i think there are different levels um I'm, as i'm thinking about it um, there's this idea that we we almost feel like God owes us tomorrow. Hmm. Oh, and that, look at you. You don't need a match. Nope. You're blowing smoke all over the place. And I go over here with a dead cigar. Great. Um, I think it, it shows that we believe God owes us in some way. It, it, it may not be stated explicitly, but that's in there. Yeah. But I think it also shows when I procrastinate that I'm not taking seriously the good works that God has prepared beforehand for me to walk in. So it's a, So it's a lack of stewardship? It's a lack of stewardship. It's a lack of faithfulness. It's, it's a refusal to acknowledge that God has given us something today that we need to deal with. So mm-hmm. instead we put it off because I want to watch, you know, that TV show. Yeah. And again, so, like, I think, so, so I think that's an important distinction. There's, there's something different than some people being providentially hindered. Of course. Like if you've got tasks and you've got assignments, and you've got things that have to be done that day, and yet something more pressing comes up. Yes. Some family emergency, something going on in the church, something as far as you know, shepherding and caring for those around you uh, comes up, you're providentially hindered. You can't get it done. But that's different than wanting to, uh, well, for us, this is something you know we've discussed before that I've sometimes felt convicted of, uh, playing cards. Right. Right? Or uh, Netflixing. You know, is that a word? Netflixing? Can you say and, that? And chill. No. Is, Netflix is and chill. Say, can that's, you say Netflixing? The, is that a thing? Netflix and chill. That's the expression. All right. So instead of doing those things, what things? Uh, uh, playing cards, Netflix so, and chill. So leisure, recreation. You got to say Netflix and chill. Why? Go ahead. No, I'm just saying. No, say Netflix and chill. I know why you want me to say that. No, I'm you don't. Say it. I do know why. Just say it. No, I'm not going to say it. That's a thing. No, all the kids are doing it. 
Yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> you're not? <laughs> I'm not. You should be. You're married. You should be Netflixing and chilling every night. No, we just chill. You just, just do the chilling. <laughs> you forego the Netflixing. I'm I go so straight sorry, for the chilling. I'm so sorry. No, that's good. It's in marriage. You know, you're supposed to do that. No, I, I think that, you know, when it comes down to it, when we procrastinate, we are disengaging from God yeah. and from the good things, the good gifts, the good responsibilities yes. that God gives us. Like, we, we tend to think about it in terms of like, oh, I've got this job or this assignment or this project and we procrastinate. Yeah. Okay. But we do it with our kids. I'll play oh. with them. I'll play with them later. They want to play with me now. Wow, yes, I'll play with them point. later. My wife wants me to listen to her talk, and she's going to tell me the story that takes way too long, and she's going to give me too many details that are completely irrelevant. You know what? I'll just I'll, I'll, I'll listen to her later. Wow. So it's not only putting off those tasks, but it's also putting off others. Yeah. It's a lack of love. Wow. It's a lack I did of not even interest. Th- I didn't even hit it at that level. That's why you need to read Edwards. <laughs> oh <laughs> Edwards will make you feel like a scumbag. I need to now because <laughs> you just said that. I'm, I'm totally convicted over uh, – because I'm, I'm totally guilty of putting things off as far as spending time with my kids. Like I've been convicted lately, uh, and this is something – well, thanks to you and Pat. Thanks, guys. Uh, because you and Pat do a great job of spending time with your kids one-on-one. No, well, you, you, got, you have your daddy dates and all that stuff. And Not, I've been convicted. I've been thinking to myself, I need to be start doing that. I'll start next week. Well, also, like your kids are young. They're like, really young. Yeah, but I can, so, take, I can still take them to, you know, a coffee shop or the an older ice cream two shop. Would get or, it. The older two the would, older two would get it. The older two would get it, you know. And at least, you know, we can go color. Or we can go do something. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's re- easy to put it off. That's it's easy it. to just kind of make excuses. Exactly. And, and I will get to it or I'm tired mm-hmm. when we don't know if we have tomorrow. We really don't know. Like, this could be the last podcast. I mean, you know, God forbid. I know, like, there would be a great rift in the country if this podcast evaporated. You know, that would cause a lot of hurt. Even, yeah, even more so than Trump being elected. Uh, well, obviously, because... We're, Trump, the, we're kind of a big deal. Yeah. yeah there's we're tr- internationally a big deal. There's, we go to New Zealand. There's Trump, and then there's Doc and Devo. Yeah, it, yeah see? I mean, yeah, there's but, Trump... And then there's Doc and Devo. Now, Jimmy is raising his left hand above oh. his right hand. <laughs> I and, always forget that people and he's, can't he's, see he's us. he's showing that Doc and Devo is highly exalted <laughs> above Trump. This is why we've got to start doing de- you know, video stuff. We've been procrastinating that one, too. Okay, so we're, 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 we're making some arguments here, but what about Bible? What, I mean, we're, we're making these arguments, and we're saying, like, hey, don't procrastinate. Um, you know, it's, it's a bad idea. Uh, what, what about the Bible? Does the Bible say anything about this, are there any scriptures that you can think of that relate to this? I know we haven't, we don't have notes. I didn't. Yeah. We decided like five minutes ago we we're going to finally well, do we're this. We're going to finally do it. I mean, one of the things I think about is Colossians three twenty three. Mm. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. And so there's two parts there that I, I really want to hit on. One is that work heartily, yeah. and the second part is who we're doing it for. Right. Right. And so, uh, so for me, that that's something that's always playing in the back of my mind is. As I'm going through my day, whether I'm, um, quote unquote, on church business time or I'm, uh, you know, quote unquote, at the factory or any of these things, or even now, as you talk about it at home. Yeah. uh, Am I working heartily? Mm -hmm. Now, that doesn't mean like I'm I'm exhausted. Right. But does that mean I'm fully engaged in what I am doing at this time? There's an expression for that, like half- Oh, yeah, yeah, I got Yeah, you, you know, yeah. like given half your effort That's right. <laughs> is, the, is the kind way to say exactly. it. Exactly. And so, yeah, am I, am I doing everything I can 
to and now here comes the second part honor god with the time that's been given me yeah yeah totally what about for you is there a passage that kind of comes to mind um there's a couple one that surprised me Mm -hmm. when i started thinking about this was a verse that i actually think about a lot but i wasn't applying it to procrastination it's ephesians 5 uh verse 15 look carefully then how you walk not as unwise as wise Uh, making the best use of the time because the days are evil making the best use of your time not just using your time not just getting things done but making the best use of your time. Yes. in any given day in any given week in any in, in any given conversation i have the opportunity like i got to make the best of this mm-hmm. is this a time where i'm supposed to be recreating and resting or is this a time where i'm supposed to be pressing in and doing something hard do i need to press this person with the gospel like what what is the best use of my time and it's different with every situation that's right but asking that question for me is is really important not you know, the days are evil, time is short, our lives can be cut down quickly, um, God has not promised us tomorrow, so how do I make the best use of my time today? No, so like today is Wednesday. Yeah. It's a long day, I don't get home till 10 or after. Yeah. Every other night I'm home for dinner, unless I'm traveling, which I'm not doing anymore. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm home for dinner, and so this night I'm not. So it's not an issue about whether or not I'm gonna make the best time with my kids tonight, because yeah. I'm not there. But how do I make the best time with my meetings all day Wednesday, elders meeting, discipleship meetings or uh, meeting, hanging out here with you doing this mm-hmm. podcast. Like what is the best time that, um, that I can put forth? I know you're about to say, you're about to make a joke about me not going to my discipleship group. To say, yes, I was. I saw your face. <laughs> I couldn't go. I could not go. That's called a providential hindrance. I'm sorry. I got pastoral I made, I, duty I, sometimes I, to get in the way. I made a face at Joe because <laughs> I dummy. filled in for him. I showed up and they're all like, I'm like, hey, what are you guys doing? Like, oh, we have a discipleship group. I'm like, oh, where's Joe? He's like, can you fill in? I was like, all right, yeah, cool. I'm glad you did, dude. I'm glad you did. Those fools, those fools needed you there. No. No, no. Those are my buddies, man. I love those guys. Um, and then, there, of course, there are all those, you know, those, I mean, honestly, we don't want to think about it this way because we don't like to think of ourselves as gross sluggards. Mm. But all of those Proverbs, dude, yes. all those Proverbs talk about the sluggard, the, time, the, the dude that wastes time, that, right. that just doesn't take responsibility for himself. That is dangerous. Yes. Spiritually, it's dangerous in your life. It's dangerous in your relationships. So those are the things that I, I tend to think about when it comes to um, procrastination. So now, what are your, your uh, I guess, if you want to say, I don't know, tips? Like, what has kind of helped you to pro avoid? Tips. What are your pro tips to avoid procrastination? How do you kind of, you know, because you've got a very full schedule, Joe. You know, even when you're not speaking— uh, you've got a lot of things going on, not just your sermons, but I you've know. got your pastoral care, you've got your meetings, you've got all you've I got, got your my, family obligations. I've got my shows well. to watch, I got my cards to play, how, I got my cigars to smoke. How, how how do you go through your day? Okay, the, now and you know, everybody here knows that I do procrastinate. Yeah. And I don't see it. We at, all do. We all do. Okay, but I'm really good at it. You I excel mean, at procrastinating. That's why I can give the pro tips here. Mm-hmm. I would say that what I challenge myself with, and, and this is important to me on a, on a couple of different levels, um, the answer is to not stop procrastinating. I think that's, what we, that's how we tend to think about things. Hey, don't procrastinate. Okay, is your problem procrastinating? Yeah, we, start to, we start to beat ourselves yeah, are up. You, are you procrastinating, dude? Stop it. Don't do it anymore. Don't do that. Well, that's, <laughs> that's okay, good, dummy. Yeah. That's, that's, that's if not I could have not done it, I would have not done it already. The way to stop procrastinating, I believe, and Edwards makes this point, Mm -hmm. is to live with a sense that today could be our very last day. 
you live every, now that this is nothing new we've been taught people talk about the if you live every day as if it's your last what will you do if this is your last goodbye to your wife well you're going to kiss her aren't you mm. you're going to embrace her and you're going to lay that kiss on good yeah. it's not going to be a little and you're going to out you're gonna like 10 seconds or something yeah, like, yeah, you're going yeah. to 10 get seconds well i'm just saying that's the minimal minimal yeah. is 10 seconds oh yeah what's your maximum well before we were married, it kind of went on for a while sometimes. You know, we, were, oh, we, wound, up, no, we no, wound up kissing no, a little too long. No, no, no. We had to, in fact, Jen and I, there, we were There dating. needed to be room for that Holy Spirit. I know. We, we, Jen and I, we were dating. You know, we had a very pure relationship. Praise the Lord. And mm-hmm. I, I give credit to God and Jen for that uh, because <laughs> uh, I probably would have blown that real quick. Um, we, had a, we had a very pure relationship, but we wound up kissing too much. And after a while, we had to say, you know what? No more kissing because uh, a kiss... Hey, we're we like okay. You know that movie, uh, The Bodyguard. You've got to know that movie. Well, hold on, is that the one with Whitney Houston? Oh yeah. Okay, good. Because we had a conversation. Oh no, you weren't part of that conversation. Never mind. So, we uh, Jen and I rented The Bodyguard, mm-hmm. and I, I have no idea what happened because we kissed the whole time. Here's all that happened. Whitney sang a song. Okay. And she went and uh, yeah I know that one that's all that's all we'll always love you yeah I know that song that's it that's it that's all that happened I see him carrying her in the poster yeah yeah but that, that, that's all did you get shot that. something like that I don't remember I don't know because I was kissing my girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see any of it and we, we both agreed we were like alright you know what we're gonna stop kissing and we didn't mm. kiss for like a year for I'm real. actually really surprised. No, like, uh, no, we, but I'm, we, I'm surprised that your guys is. Uh, we were like, no, we never did anything. I didn't, I didn't touch her inappropriately. We, were, we had a good relationship, healthy, but uh, those lips were enticing. She has those pouty lips. I've never stared at your wife's. Oh well, lips. don't because her lips are pouty and they're pretty awesome. What I'm saying is, is that I think uh, Kirk Cameron like. Oh, I know. <laughs> hey, hey, bro. Stand back. I can't get back. Stand down. <laughs> I can't get past that every time. <laughs> Kirk is a godly man who's married. I'm sure there's there's no real issue there. But, yeah, but, uh, but I know you do like her posts a lot. So what were we talking about? Uh, your pro tips, but then you're oh, talking right. about living as if it's your last. Yeah, living it, living each day as if it's your last. So you know you're gonna kiss your wife, you're gonna play with your kids, you're gonna you're gonna listen, you're going to engage. The work that God has given you to do, you're gonna actually take it seriously because you know that that work, whether it's laundry or billing people at the office or whatever it is, or calling that calling that client that isn't doing his job, you're going to do your best because you don't work for them. You work for the Lord. That's right. And so if, if today's your last day, you want to glorify and enjoy God in every single thing that he's given you to do. So the answer is not to stop procrastinating, but yeah. live like today is your last. It is a refusal to waste time yeah. and sin and folly. So I think along with that then comes an intentionality then. You know, intentionally planning out as best as possible, what your day or your week? Is I, I don't like, like where this is going now. This now this is veering into legalistic territory. I think. I oh, think, legalistic. I, uh, Joe the, thinks it's legalistic <laughs> because he can't do it. I can do it. No, you. Can't. I can. I can do a calendar. <clears throat> no, you. I've cannot. got a calendar. It's all calendared up. All right. First of all, now I know it's not true. It is too. No, it is not true. It is not true. You know why I know that? How do you know? Because after the elders meeting, when yeah. you looked over to one of the pastors and said, "Hey, so yeah, tomorrow we're meeting again, right?" And I just didn't look at my no. calendar. <laughs> It's all calendared up. I didn't open up my calendar. All I'm saying, even if you opened up your calendar, you're not really good at the calendar. I'm not good at it, but I do it. Yeah. So there's Admit, got to... recognize. No, no, you're not good okay. at it. No, I know, I'm no, agreeing, Joe, but I, I do it. No, <laughs> you're not. 
Well, hold on, okay. A two-year-old can go to the skate park and, ride, and go down a, a, a Yeah, that's a what ramp. I'm trying to say is that just because you're not good at, you know, you have to have some level of competency when it comes to this. To even, I don't even, I, it doesn't count that you opened up your app once every four months. It's a thought that counts. That's what I was taught. No. <laughs> is that about presence <laughs> or is that about everything? No, just presence. Oh, okay. That's just about presence. No, no uh, that's a really good. That, that's a really good point. Like, cause, and you're one of those guys that is on that. Brian Pester yeah. Brian is one of those guys that's on that. The guys that I know, and I've mentioned this before, the successful guys, the guys that get things done, the guys whose lives are fruitful and effective. They 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 have a calendar. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, it's it's one of those things that it can become at times legalistic. You're right, um, and that's I can become very rigid. You know, I mean, you can ask Michelle, right? Like, we'll have there'll be times where you know. Maybe a fight's the right word, but it's it's uh, a conflict because if there's something not on my calendar and it gets added at the last minute, I start to kind of get really tense, and I, I I don't know what to do with myself. I'm like, well, I don't know how to plan my life right now, Michelle. And I'll say that even recently, I just I don't know how to plan. I don't know how to plan my day. I don't know how to plan my weekend because I don't know what's going on right now. And if I if I don't know, I start to get really flustered, which also reveals something about my controlling heart. That, uh, you know, I'd rather be in control than God being sovereign over all things. Um, you'd rather but, God be your man and you'd rather be God. That's kind of what happens. <laughs> no, yeah, no, we all do that. You know, it reflects, you know, that, that's definitely my heart in that. Um, so, but I do need, I need uh, to be intentional. And part of it, a big reason behind it is because left to my own devices, I am lazy. Left to myself and we've talked about this and we've joked about it um if i'm on vacation i do nothing and well, I that's vacation so, you're not supposed to do nothing i i uh, to the point where i i don't do uh, you i don't bathe do, maybe <laughs> maybe after i jump in the water you don't need to if you're in the water <laughs> that counts let's see let's see let's see you gotta you know ocean yeah but you got the salt you got to salt you know, my oh, hair it's good, for, it's good for your skin yeah but i i'm just saying like um it left to myself, I, I become very lazy and I don't do anything, whether it's at the house uh, or, you know, Michelle and I are out and about. Even like even when we went on our vacation to uh, Italy and London, I had to be very intentional on that because I know myself. I would rather be like, well, let's just hang out here <laughs> and I'll sleep. Yeah. But right. I knew for Michelle, that's not for me. Joe knows my perfect vacation is. Oh, I know what it is. Let me tell. Let me say what you. Jimmy, well, hold on. No, 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 I'm going to say. I'm going to say. I'm going to say. You no, be no, quiet no, no, over no. there. I want you to edit. Jimmy's it, though. Jimmy's perfect vacation. I'm not going to edit. Jimmy's per, Justin J Bond can edit. Jimmy's perfect vacation is him stripping down to his spandex. Stop it. Stop it. Yes. Stop. I said spandex. Stop it. No, you can't say those things. So he, he's going to strip off his clothes except for his spandex, and then he'll hike up his spandex okay, I don't to the high thigh. To the, hey, let me tell the story. He hikes it up to his high thigh, and he sits in the sun and bakes. That's your vacation. That's I, it in a nutshell. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I have the same vacation, but I'm indoors. But That's the indoors. only difference. I don't want to go out in the sun. You have spandex and you hike them up? Pretty much. <laughs> so anyways. I that, have boxing shorts, old boxing shorts. That is my perfect vacation. And I, you know what? Just set the record straight. Yeah. It's because of the tan line. <laughs> it's it's whatever you want, man. Tan saying. line Jimmy. That's my Hashtag tan line Jimmy. I'm just saying. We're a little too open and honest on our podcast. That's why people no, I just like say, us. We're a little That's too why we open. get tens of thousands of downloads all the time. Because like, people like the real they like the real. All right. 
So now, even before, if it's kind of weird, even if it's kind of gross, I, I kind of want to. Uh, I do want to talk. I want to give some practical tips that have helped me yeah, being yeah. intentional. Uh, but as far as uh, what are some tips as far as Bible study and uh, you know getting in the Word, uh, what is one of those things that you've used that's kind of helped you uh, get more done? When it, your comes to scri- prep, when it comes to when it comes to your study, when it comes to getting ready for Bible studies, all that stuff. Well, you know, it, it's it's hard because it's like you know where do you start? You know, like a lot of people when they look at their devotions, they're like, I don't even know where to start. Like they're they're like, um, I open the Bible, they do the drop and flop. You know, and then, then they wind up reading yeah. like like Deuteronomy about burying your poop out, outside the camp, and they're like, "What am I supposed to get out of this?" Um, so <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. Deuteronomy. Do Deuteronomy. Oh, stop. What? Yeah. I just said it. Yeah. Do Deuteronomy. <laughs> stop. I've never actually heard someone say it. So, like that. one of the things that you can do is you can use Logos Bible mm-hmm. software. Mm-hmm. Logos Bible software. What you can do with Logos is you can go in and you can open it up and you can do like a topic search. Or a passage. You can use the passage guide, the topic guide. Here's the thing. You plug it in, and then it brings up thousands of resources, hundreds of resources. It depends on what's, what package you have. But it brings up, opens up all of these resources that relate to that topic or that passage so that you have everything that you need right there to get in some serious study, devotional time, quiet time with the Lord. It's really good. I use it all the time, every day. Well, maybe not every day. Friday, I don't usually do anything. I'm just kind of chilling. But I use it every other day yeah. of the week. It is um, it is a big help to us, and we love that they're a sponsor of the show. Jimmy and I use it. Pat uses it. My wife uses it. Uh, I don't know if anybody else uses Michelle it. Michelle uses it. Michelle uses it. Yep. So like we're all down with Logos, because, and the reason is because it's the best. Yeah, it really is. I mean, like I the reason I use Apple computer, the reason we all use Apple is because it's a better computer. People and, call us fanboys for that, just so you know. But, but they can call us fanboys. That's okay, because they're, they're playing with those janky Windows machines that can't get anything done. It takes 10 steps to do one simple thing. Aren't you going to Windows next, though? You, no. Yes, we had an elder meeting. And, and Brian was giving me a hard time because <laughs> I was complaining about some aspects of the new MacBook Pro, but that's a different issue. All I'm saying is, is Lagos is a premier. Yes. And I would argue, I think it's the best option I agree. for people out there if they're looking for Bible software. Um, I've been using it for years. Jimmy's been using it for years, and we love it. What, the thing is, though, if you go to logos.com slash docanddevo, got to go there, logos.com slash docanddevo. That means they will see that you listen to our podcast. If and go, if you go there, you can buy Logos. You can buy whatever platform you want. But for Logos users, you get a freebie just because you're going through our show. What's the freebie? Freebie is... You get Charles Chuck Swindoll. What? What? <laughs> what? What? Like, what? What's wrong with Chuck Swindoll? I was just saying you caught me off guard. Chuck Swindoll. You get Spurgeon's Chuck's commentary. Oh, Spurgeon. That's way better. Yeah. On Philippians. The book of joy, yo. That's it. That's good. So you use the promo code DocandDevo7. DocandDevo, you're going to get Spurgeon's commentary on Philippians. Seriously. You didn't know. Listen, I know you didn't know Spurgeon. You thought Spurgeon just had commentaries on, on, on the Psalms. But you were wrong. You were wrong, he's, sir. He's got. He's got. Com- Actually, Spurgeon wrote on all of the Bible, but get it on. Uh, get it on Philippians, and that's going to be a great benefit for you. So, Jimmy, mm-hmm. back to procrastination. We put it off long enough. Yep. <laughs> even uh, even on our show on procrastination, yeah. we procrastinate. We had it listed before we started. 
it really was one of our first things. We're like, yep. oh, this is, we'll talk about this. We, we're good at this or we're, you know, this is an easy one for us to kind of, you know, talk about. All right. So before we get the pro, before we give some, some pro tips, and we shouldn't say pro tips because we're not pros. No. You are much better than I am. I, yeah, I, but I'm, I ain't no pro. For you to say that you're naturally lazy um, or that you are inclined to laziness baffles my mind because you are so hardworking. You're so organized. You get it all done. But I think that that is a testimony to the the fruit of the spirit, you know, self-control, you know, this spirit of discipline that God has given us that you actually know your weakness and you make the most of your time in order to bless your family and honor the Lord. And I know that sometimes it probably falls apart, but Mm -hmm. you are really an encouragement to me and to other people when we see you getting it done as well as you do. One of the aspects that we've talked about here is um, making the most of your time because the days are short, not Mm -hmm. just evil. The days are short. This could be your last day. I just wanted to read a couple of things that Edward said. Yep, go for it. Edward said, we have good... You have my permission. Oh, thank you. Permission granted. We have good reason not to depend on another day, but we have no reason to conclude that we shall not live another day. So there are two extremes here, right? On the one hand, you don't know if you have tomorrow, so work today as if it could be your last, but you can't conclude absolutely that you don't have tomorrow. So here's what he says. We should live every day as conscientiously and as wholly as if we knew it were our last. We should be careful every day to avoid all sin Mm -hmm. as if we knew that that night our soul should be required of us. We should be careful to do every duty which God requires of us But in many other respects, we are not obliged to behave ourselves as though we concluded that we should not live another day. If we had reason to conclude that we should not live another day, some things would not be our duty, which are now our duty. Hmm. So it's not super simple. If you really really live as if today is my last day, then you're not going to bother with doing the laundry. You're not going to bother with doing some of those things. So there's a balance here. You have to figure out, okay, this could be my last day. How do I make the most of this? I might have tomorrow, so let me be wise. Yeah. So it, there, there's not a simple list. There's not a cheat sheet right, that you can go off of. But you've got to live thoughtfully, carefully, as Paul says, making the most of your time. That's really the key idea, making the most of That's your right. time, not wasting it, but being intentional. What are some, what are some things that you're doing, pro tip-wise? Yeah, um, I mean, two things, or there's a number of things that, for me, is key. Uh, the first thing is uh, Sunday nights, I sit down and I've got my, uh, my calendar. I've got, um, well, in this app I use called OmniFocus. I find it really useful. I've, uh, blogged about in the past. We'll go ahead and link to those. Uh, it is, it does cost some money. So definitely do the, you know, uh, free trial first, you know, uh, and then go from there. Um, but it is an investment, but personally for me, I find OmniFocus extremely useful you could use something else use reminders use whatever you got to use um but so at sunday nights i go and i look at my my calendar uh and i i look and i see what's going on that week and i just sit there and i go through and i say what what needs to get done this week what's you know what is do i need to prioritize what needs to come first uh and so that's what i do sunday nights um and then actually every morning Every morning as well, as I'm, you know, after I've done my devotions, um, I will look at my calendar for the day and I will go through my, uh, my OmniFocus, my tasks, and I'll prioritize and say, these are the things that have to get, to, get done today uh, and these are the things that I must send out today. Uh, and I do that every day, every single day of the week. 
I'm doing that. So even if it's on the weekend, I look at my schedule and even though I got nothing going on that day, I'll just say, okay, I need to make sure I schedule things like my quiet time. I, I schedule those things because if I don't, then I, I don't do it. I have to schedule everything that I do. Um, I'll schedule things like date night. I'll schedule things like spending time with my kids or if I'm going to take my kids to the park and all those things. Uh, I need to, in the morning, kind of look at that. Um, so that's that's kind of, you know, a very broad brushstroke on how I do it. And I'm, I'm very regimental about it. Um, regimental. I like that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, because I have to be intentional. I have to know in the morning what am I going to get done today. Um, and even – and so – the other part of it is, and I'm, I think at some point we're going to have, at some point we're going to have this. Uh, I'm still working on it to try to make something that is going to be more user friendly for you guys. But years ago, I almost think 10 years ago, 10 years ago, my friend, uh, Dave DeYoung, lives up in Canada on Vancouver How Island. How do you spell that name? Uh, the last name? Yeah. Capital D. Yep. E. Capital J. No, wait. That that's not De Young. That's De Jong. No, but the, you pronounce it De Young. No, you don't. Yes, you. Do. I've been looking at his name. It's oh my god! It's ridiculous. I know. I know. I okay, know this Dave. is a guy that changed the way it sounds because he's embarrassed because his name is De Jong. No, it's De Young. Dave De Jong. De Young. <laughs> okay. So go capital ahead. D E. Capital J O N. Jong. 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 Go ahead. Okay. Stop it. You were you were setting me up just so you could do that. Just so you could do that. Nope. Just came out. Uh, and Dave's one of these guys that is really administratively minded, is someone that um, gets things done. And so when I was first, when I was starting off in ministry up in Canada, he sat down with me uh, and he gave me this spreadsheet, this calendar for the week. And he broke off each day into three sections. And so he would have me map out what am I doing during the week? What meetings are happening? Uh, what administrative tasks am I going to do during the week? So, you know, I'd, I'd have yeah, from this time to this time, I'm doing emails. And from this time to this time, I'm preparing for the Bible study that I'm having at this meeting on Thursday or this meeting uh, with all the leaders or any, anything like that. Uh, so that's something that I find that I do probably every six months is I go through that calendar and I redo that calendar. And I break my, my weeks off in all the recurring events. Um, and I put that on there just for a snapshot. And the, the rule of thumb, I guess, that Dave taught me was uh, you broke your day into three quadrants. Two out of those three, you're working hard. One out of those three is free to be home with your family. You, whether, whether it's in the morning or in the evening or whatever you're going to do, this is the time you're going to be home. And that's when you're going to be present uh, and not focusing on work at all. Um, so that's that's kind of one of those things. I'm trying to put it together, something that's going to be easier for people to see. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's these are, I guess, in a nutshell, kind of some practical things that I use is uh, I use my calendar app. I use some sort of reminder task manager app. You know, for me, it's OmniFocus. For others, it could be Google or um or reminders on your on your iPhone, um, and then also every six months, I I put together my snapshot of what my recurring events and meetings and tasks are, uh, and then again every Sunday night I'm looking throughout the week and saying what do I have to get done, and every morning over coffee, I'm looking at the day and saying what is it that has to be done today. That's really helpful, dude, especially for guys like me that aren't 
wired in the same way that you are. I know you might say that your heart, like all of our hearts, tends towards laziness. But, you know, and, and I don't want to just say that it's it just it's easy for you, but you put a lot of effort towards moving in that direction and being disciplined with your time. It's really it's, it's not easy. That's just it, though. Yeah. It's not easy. And it's it's something, though. It, That's a cop out. Oh, it's easy for Jimmy because Jimmy's that way. Exactly. It's not easy no, for me. It wasn't easy at first. It beca- it's like when you're studying scripture or when you're praying. Right. It's one of those things that like it's not easy until it becomes part of your culture. Like learning to play the banjo. What? Yeah. I, it's not easy at first, but over time, it becomes, yeah. all right, fine. There you Same go. thing. Like learning an instrument. It's it, like learning it's to play the banjo. It's, it's difficult at first, but it becomes easier over time, and it's become something that becomes intuitive. Yes, like one-knuckle push-ups. Oh, my gosh. What is, what I'm is just this? saying, like, that's hard what at first. Do, what are you, <laughs> why are you bringing up all these things? So, okay, but here's a question. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's the, what's the potential danger, though, of being calendar-focused? Because I'm, I'm, I'm listening to this, and yeah, now, yeah. I have no, there is no danger of me going to the other extreme. No, we've tried. But we've, tr- we've tried. What do you mean? We've tried to help you get a bit more organized. No, no, no. What I'm, saying, what I'm saying is, what is the danger? So procrastination is a problem. Yeah. But then for people that are really pushing forward into calendaring and scheduling and everything, what are some of the potential dangers there that they, that they should guard against? They lose sight of relationships. They lose sight of relationships and they lose sight of who's in control. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the issue for me is one, if something changes in my schedule, like I mentioned, uh, I don't know what to do with myself. And part of it is because I like to be in control of my life and control of my agenda. And there's a lack of flexibility mm-hmm. to allow, I guess if that's the right word I want to use, uh, allow God to interject something better, like spend time with your neighbor. Right. So like in God's providence, it could, there could be surprises. That's right. And you need to be able to flex. I know mm-hmm. like I was really rigid with the way I did things, um, not to say that I wasn't a procrastinator, but I was really rigid. And uh, an old pastor of mine used to say, you need to be flexible. Now, he yeah. was so flexible, he had no form. He was overly flexible. Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, I was kind of pushing back against that. But we do need to be able to adapt and adjust as That's God right. brings things brings things into our lives that maybe Absolutely. don't fit into our schedule. Absolutely. Cool. So procrastination is an okay thing sometimes? Okay thing sometimes? Is it? I'm asking. I would say I think procrastination is okay and needed if you are an overly controlling person. So what I'm trying to really get to is relax. Is kind of okay, what I'm so saying So that's not to. procrastination then. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I, I think that we should say... I guess pro- I'm just saying, if you are overly controlling and overly you need to rigid, chill. you need to chill at times. And you also need to learn that, like, for me, uh, I think I've mentioned, this, I've mentioned it before, because I'm so wired this way, uh, when I do go on vacation, you know, I don't bring things with me. Right. I don't bring things with me because I will go and get right Because you are hardwired to self-destruct. Yes. As Metallica says in their new single. With lots of bad words, don't listen yeah, to don't it. Don't listen to it. Um, so you've got to you've got to literally disconnect, otherwise you will. I literally have a different phone number, right? For I know you have to give it to me when you leave. <laughs> <laughs> I have a different phone number uh, for different places that I'm in, and I I take the SIM card for the U.S. out, and I put this other one in, and that's the car that that's the number that only close 
friends and my family have to get. I got the number. Well, I gave. Oh, I, I gave got it to number. you. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, got it. I gave it to Pat first, but yeah, I get, you. You got it though. But he didn't call you. No, Joe did. I called you. <laughs> Joe called me. But All yeah, right. so I, that way people don't get a hold of me, and that way I can focus on my wife and and take care of what I need to take care of. Well, we've we've talked about um, some resources that relate to this in the past. On our episode on rest, we talked about some of these things that we might come up today. Um, when you're thinking about resources to encourage people to not procrastinate, what are some of of the things that come to your mind? I mean, I'll just say I've already re- referenced it, but Jonathan Edwards' yep. "Procrastination or the Sin and Folly of Depending on Future Time" is a must read for everyone. You've got to read it, and hopefully, I can find an online version yep. for free that you guys can check out. Um, but what are some books that you think would help people in this area? Because you're much better at this yeah. than I am. I mean, I think I think one another free resource that I'm hoping that we can get out at some point uh, is that cal- is that weekly schedule. Okay, so right now you're, you're you're recommending nothing. I'm just saying I'm hoping that. So be on the lookout for that because okay. I want that to be. I, I think it's so. Helpful. Can I get this now? Not yet. Okay, so there's nothing. I haven't, I haven't done it yet. You're I'm, recommending I'm nothing. Pra- I'm procrastinating. How about recommending something they can use? I'm just saying that you could look forward to it. Okay, maybe. You could possibly. Possibly. All right. So All right. why don't you get to real recommendations? All right. Another recommendation is uh getting things done by David Allen. Yes, GTD. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you want to get that that book. Another one, what this one's a great one. What's best next? I like the that gospel better. transforms the way you get things done by Matthew Perman. Yep. You gotta get that one. And another one you need to get is uh uh was it doing more better? A Practical Guide to Productivity by Tim Challies. Those are good. Those, Those are, are good. three at, well, three solid resources you can grab. Hopefully, we'll be able to have that uh, a free uh, one the Jonathan Edwards. Okay, one. so let's say that they're total train, wreck, train wrecks when it comes to productivity. Mm-hmm. And uh, what book should they read first? What, if these are people that need to learn how to stop procrastinating and be more effective, what book should be first? What do you think? Um, <clears throat> I think it. actually Challies' book. Really? Okay. I, yeah. I, I, you know what? Getting Things Done by David Allen is fantastic. Uh, but what I like about Chally's book is, one, it's short. So if you're, if you're a procrastinator, yeah, a short book's going to be good for you. Right. You'll be able to blow through it. But at the same time, he's also got in his book uh, resources for you. He's got templates. He's got ideas. He's, he's got kind of a laid out plan. And, you know, him and I have we have almost similar, but. It is it is different. He uses uh, different tools than I do. Uh, I think he uses Evernote and things like that. A lot as well. of Canadian tools, probably. A lot, because like, he is a Canadian tool. Yeah. He, oh what? No, you did not. What? Stop. No, I'm Stop. just saying that. That's so bad. What? I, oh. I know I know Tim. I know, but come on now. What? Oh. I mean that in a good way. There's no good way to sure. say that. No, it is not. A tool, an instrument of God's grace. That's pretty and good. So that was really good. You brought that back <laughs> around and saved yourself. Um, I love Tim Jellies. Yeah, and so Tim, his book is really practical. It is oh, so a, start it, there. It start there. Good. Start there. Uh, from there, I think the uh, uh, Matt's book. Yeah, Matt's book is is the next place to go um, with what's best next. How the gospel transforms the way th- you get things done because it's we're not just doing things to get them done, but I think there's what he's talking about here is is there's there's an there's something behind it. And he, that's the he glory argues, of God. He argues that it's not about efficiency, it's about effectiveness. That's, that's right. what his argument is in that book. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I can read, I just mm-hmm. don't do. So, you know, I've read the so, book. Yeah, so his book's been really efficient in your life. Uh, but not effective. 
Man, uh, we have a lot of growing to do. I have a lot of growing yeah. to do in this area. Amen. But the thing that, hey, but the thing <laughs> that, um, that really grips me is that God has not promised us tomorrow. Yeah. So let's make the most of our time. The days are evil. The days may be very short. So um, let's make the most of our relationships, our work, um, our kids, uh, our recreation, whatever we're doing. Let's make the most of that time and glorify God. That's right. I want to give a big thanks to Justin Bond of J Bond Media. That's his company. He's the guy that edits and engineers our show. That's why we sound good. Um, thanks to him. If you have any audio, video, uh, photo needs, you should look up and hire J Bond Media. Right. They will get it done, and it will be done right. You're going to love it. So check that out. You can also follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Doc and Devo. You can on Facebook uh, slash Doctrine and Devotion. Also, you can head over to our website, DoctrineDevotion.com, and click on the Contact Us page. You can fill out the form, send us your thoughts, your ideas, your suggestions. We read them. Uh, we try to respond to everything. Guys, we get a lot of messages on all these platforms, and it's hard for us to kind of go through them. Like, we read them, and we right. categorize them, but it's hard for us to respond to everything. Uh, and so please continue to be patient with us as, as we seek to uh, – Get back to it. It lasted about a month. We were like, hey, we can respond to all of these. And then all of a sudden. And then all of a sudden we're getting, <laughs> like, like uh, a lot. you know, <laughs> 20 something a day. And it's like, yeah. you, can't, you can't keep that. Uh, Joe, how else can they be supporting us? They can go. You guys can go to our store. That's one of the ways you can support us. We've got T-shirts. Are we, did we get more in yet? Uh, I have placed an order. All right. So we're going to have triple XL, aren't we? We are going to have triple XL. Uh I've uh, talked with my man, Dustin, over at Cloud City Merchandising. We're looking at ordering another round of shirts, more than I actually thought we were going to do. All right, well, because we're almost sold out. Uh, yes. We are sold out at a number of different sizes. Right. Um, but, yeah, we, we've got limited stock. That T-shirt by Anthony Benedetto is killer. Uh, you guys want one. It, may, it makes you look good. It makes you feel good. And you know what? It might encourage you spiritually. So you should get that shirt. Um, you can check out our stuff at the store. We have a link on our website. You can also go to our website and click through any of our links to books, anything to Amazon. Whether you buy that book or anything else, after you've clicked that link, that click will help us get a small percentage of anything that you buy. It doesn't increase your cost at all, but we get a referral fee. And that sort of a thing helps us to pay for all of our hosting yeah. and website and all of that. So that's a real big way that you can help us. But honestly, the, the thing that excites us the most is when you tell a friend. Yes. If you tell somebody about the podcast and encourage them to check it out, uh, that means a lot. And so we're hearing from people. I was in New Zealand. I couldn't believe how many people listened to the podcast there. It was crazy. So uh, spread the word uh, and share the website. As Jimmy says, Sharing is caring. That's what he says. That's what I say. I said that at the at the conference. Did you really? I did. I said Fofo taught me that at the conference. Sharing is caring. I Fofo did. taught me that. I did. Now hold on. At the conference, like on stage what? during a panel discussion no. with Dr. Jim Renahan no. and Dr. James White. No, you embarrassed me. And and Why and Jim Renahan was going, here, here's the thing. Jim Renahan was saying, Hey, knock it off with the sharing the gospel. We don't share the gospel. We proclaim the gospel. We herald the gospel. Amen. And I, I hear what he's saying. Right? It's really good. And I go, no, Sharon's good, man. Sharon is caring. Fofo taught me that. I said it right on the stage. And did people actually get that? Oh, everyone's like, Fofo! Oh, they all knew. How, how bad did you feel like in front of two men 
brilliant men like Dr. James White right. and Dr. Renahan. Right. And you say the words, Fofo taught me that. Oh, oh, I felt amazing because they ain't got the Fofo. <laughs> they're going to get the Fofo. I bet you they're just sitting there like, what the heck? Who's Fofo? <laughs> Who's this Joe Thorne? I've never been introduced to Fofo before. <laughs> they're about uh, to be. All right, we got Fresh Pod every Monday and Thursdays. We'll check back soon. Later. Later. Later.